What up, what up, what up? Welcome to another episode of 94 Feet with Coach JT on this early West Coast Tuesday morning. Got my guests coming from the East Coast. It's about 11 o'clock, 11.30 over there, going around from the East Coast time. Um, thanks for all my people who listen and subscribe to the podcast. Man, download, hit the app, hit the app, all that stuff. But also, website popping right now, 94feetwithcoachjt.com. Get your merch, watch some shows, got some events going on on there, everything, man. Again, shout out to um, all the sponsors of the show, people who've been tapping in. Let me jump, in essence of time, jump right into this uh, quick but um, very detailed intro of my guest because I got her on a time schedule and I got to get her back to the grind. Um, a native of Cleveland, Ohio. She was a standout point guard for Xavier um, from 2007-2011. Appeared in 131 games and started at least the last 115 of those in a row. She was a two-time All-Atlantic 10 performer who helped lead the Musketeers to, to four AT and championships and NCAA tournament appearances, including the Elite Eight her junior year in 2019. Also, um, she, let's see, oh, has just named the finalist for the Naismith Girls High School Coach of the Year back in February of 2023, not too long ago, uh, in her time at Modern Day. She helped oversee and development of 14 players who went on to Division One programs, multiple received top honors, McDonald's All-American, Nike Hoop Summit athletes, All-Americans, Jordan Brand Classics, everything, right? But last but not least, she got to also herself be blessed to coach in the um, the USA Basketball Nike Hoop Summit showcase women's basketball prospects across the country, which held in Portland, Oregon this past April. She is now currently the head coach of Jacksonville University, none other than, yes, her name is Special. Special Jennings, how are you doing? Coach, that was a, a long. Yeah, and that <laughs> was brief. That was brief. I had to cut it back, but appreciate you. How are you doing this morning? No, it's all good, man. Just trying to trying to keep my head above water. Yeah, keep, keep it, keep it going. That's what's up. That's all we can do here. Um, let's get to the fun, the basics though. By a little bit, who people may not know you or know of you, uh, coming from Cleveland or give not. Let us know where you're from and uh, just growing up. What was what was the sports realm like? Because I'm sure you're a multi sport athlete. I watched some clips on Instagram. I see the couple one on ones versus some of the players. So I'm like, okay, she she's not new to this game <laughs> thing. So I mean, just give us a little background about yourself. Yeah, man. Like you said, Cleveland. You know, I grew up. Um, my grandmother's house was right across the street from Wood Hill um, and Zelma George Recreation Center. So I was I was in the wreck. I was at the park every day. So um, very, very like simple, um, different generation back then where we didn't have a lot of devices and all that. So we we were outside. Like, you know, I know Literally, say they, they outside, say it now. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah, like we were we were outside. You know, I'm from the area where you rode your bike across city lines just to hoop or go play um mm -hmm. so that's really i played like you said every sport you know i started out i didn't even start out playing basketball i started out playing football um and i started quarterback for pal six mm -hmm. so um sports has always been like you know my, my love um and i wouldn't even just say basketball i would just say sports that's what's up um during that time that area said so we going up there who are some of the athletes that caught your eye you want to move your game after stuff like that you know, I did. I mean, obviously, that was the era with, with the M1. So I'm over there. You know, I was trying to be hot sauce. <laughs> I'm trying to be, you yeah. know, those type of things. But Allen Iverson, um, in the city, you had like Joanna Rivers. Um, you had Lauren Billingsley, um, all guards. Um, you had, of course, um, Barbara Turner. You know, Barb is, but she played a forward mm -hmm. position, but dog. You know, you, you had the likes of um, some greats. And so, um, I, I wouldn't necessarily say I wanted to be like anybody specifically. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to be in that in that lane. Like I just wanted to hoop. 
That's what's up. Uh, as you know, right now, right, the resources our athletes have, people have as a, as the game has grown. For you, say, just not just sports, though. I mean, not basketball, just sports in general. How much time would you, like said, out there playing a sport a day? All day, every day? Half the day? Oh, what what day. was it like for you? <laughs> all day. It was, man, oh, shoot, it 9 a.m., uh, you know, you got to be home, before, you know, before the streetlights. And in the summer, the streetlights ain't come on till like 8, 30, 9 o'clock. So you outside literally all day. You know, you be the road from go from across the street, maybe ride your bike an hour away to go play at, you know, the creek or wherever. Um, but all day. It's an all day thing. That's what's up. At what point did you get to as far as focusing on a sport, honing in, saying I could potentially do this? At, at another level, at a next level, even if it was just high school, right? High school, when did you really, because again, at some point you have to focus in, develop a craft, push your time in. When did you make a shift for the South I like football still too, whatever, but now like, okay, this basketball thing might be it for me. Yeah. I mean, I, I knew I wasn't going to play football. I mean, I'm a woman, you know, at the end of the day. Um, yeah. yeah, I was great. I was a boy or whatever you want to call it, but I'm a woman at the end of the day. So um, after Pee Wee, I knew I wasn't playing bantamweight. I knew, you know, I knew all those things. Um and, you know, I ran track and volleyball and all that. But basketball was, you know, once I started playing AU, it was kind of like, okay, you might be kind of good at this. You know, kind of kind of just lock in and, and see where it goes. That's what's up. Um, again, like I said, development of AU now travel, right? How was that for you getting out of your city if that was an option for you at that time, going to play other places and getting the experience of different cities, different competition, also different, different trials too. Sometimes I know it wasn't always – smooth sailing on these road trips or these games playing these other uh these other ladies yeah so i mean it was great obviously anytime that you get to get out of your you know inner city i'm from inner city cleveland at that you know from the slums so it's like you know we didn't have the funds and and things like that for me to be traveling and you know just fortunate enough to have people that that believed in my craft and and were just diligent like good people um i had a bunch of families um the reinhardt family the askew family um, um, the Dunning family, you know, with Yaya and everybody from, from Columbus that I stayed with on weekends when I went to Columbus. Um, and so, so I had people, you know, that village that we talk about, mm -hmm. I had people that was willing, were willing to pour into me and, and help, you know, kind of support me from a financial standpoint, um, to, to help me accomplish, you know, a lot of different goals. Yeah. And that's definitely, it's definitely needed now. It, it comes in different forms. This, this now, as we know, right. It looks different now, but back then it was like any help you could get was like, Hey, I appreciate it because you couldn't just go out and travel. Yeah, Parents didn't have no money like that. Or one parent wasn't having no money to send no kid, you know. So that definitely is dope. Yeah. And shout out to them families and people because, again, we're not the people we are today without people who helped us along the way. So that's definitely dope. That part. Um, you get in your high school seasons, right? As we know, I, I'm a big still fan of high school basketball. I, I coach high school still. Yeah. Now. I know AU is there too, but I like the way the high school, again, it was my school versus your school, north side versus south side. How would, you, how would you sum up your high school career for yourself, just personally, though? I mean, it was great. You know, um, I did three years at East Tech, so I played in the Senate. And the Senate is like public school, league. Um, mm -hmm. Definitely was, you know, you had every hood, gang, um, yeah. <laughs> crew, whatever you want to call it, um, there. And, and the rivalries were, like, you know, intense. It was crazy. Um, and so, um, you know. I had fun in high school, you know, then I graduated from Lutheran East, you know, a school that had not traditionally been very good and been able to, you know, go in there and, and we making it down, you know, pretty far, great season. Um, my jersey is retired there. So, um, you know, it, you know, high school, high school was great. You know, I think 
I think those rivalries and those hostile environments, you know, helped me um, when I got to that collegiate level. What were, what would say? Let's say one of the the biggest things you felt you had to add to your game, though, coming into high school and and get on the floor early, being a mainstay, get on the court, or something like you felt like, I had to really do this better coming in out of like say middle school or freshman going to sophomore year of high school. Yeah, what was something like you had to add? What was it like? Okay, I gotta get better at like. You know what? This gonna sound crazy, but I was like that. In middle school. Like I didn't. I, I was going to start on any team I went to in the state of Ohio. Mm. So, like, it wasn't. Okay. Hey, I was like that. That's what's um, yeah, did I have to improve on my game? Absolutely, yeah. of course. But was I good enough to just step right in and play? Oh, yeah. for sure. For sure. By the way. Okay, let, let's flip it. What was what was one of the, tr the hardest things you had to deal with or navigate through during those four years of high school? Anything come up like was like, man, I had to, I had to really get overcome this, or because I mean, we you know, everybody highlights the good stuff. They talk about the, the the shine, but what about the unseen hours or something like you maybe had to overcome and deal with to make sure you kept going? Yeah, like I mean, a lot of things, a lot of things. So I I end up transitioning and moving with my aunt. You know, my grandmother became ill. Um, she raised, um, you know, me and my sister. So. It, you know, a lot, there was a, there was a lot of things moving parts um, going on in my life at the time um, mm -hmm. that was just outside of basketball that, you know, um, and so, you know, those, those were the things that, that really um, played a factor in me um, always being on the road or always being in the gym. Um, and, and the downside to those things happening was mentally, you know, mm -hmm. I had to be able to mentally adjust um, to my scenarios because as a kid, you kind of wear things. You you wear your emotions. You wear your feelings. Mm -hmm. um, and I wasn't in a space where I was emotional um, from a from a from a um, crying and all that. I was in a space where I was emotional from a. I felt like the world was closing in it on me, and that everyone was out to get me. Mm -hmm. And so I wasn't very cool, um, in a sense. You know, I had this hard exterior, um, and it didn't it didn't do well in making you know friends, um, if if that makes sense or. Mm -hmm. I was very standoffish, very closed off, very, um, very to myself um, early on. And so those are things that I had to uh, adjust and adapt to and, and figure out um, in high school. Yeah. I mean, and like you said, that's the character part, too. But I, that that that's what I definitely feel. A lot of these, a lot of these youth need the positive of that. It's, it's OK to go through some things and overcome oh, yeah. it builds character <laughs> but you know it's, it's a different it society to. we in they that you know it's different society we in um so coming out of high school being being that one being hurt as they say now they call him or her um in that in that realm of sports like you was it was um as you know now the recruiting stuff is crazy right people offers or visits and was that like that for you growing up would you have to go did you go out to yeah, visits yeah or? i had to yeah, like offers, visits, all that stuff was the same. The difference now is the monetary value um, behind it. Mm. Um, you know, obviously we we weren't we weren't um, getting money from from uh, NILs and those type of things. Mm -hmm. um, but but as far as the the extent of what you know coaches was doing to get players and everything like that, all st still the same. Yeah, um, your decision making was it difficult, easy? How was that? I think it was it was fairly easy for me, um, you know, growing up Ohio kid, you know, I was going to Ohio State. That just that's what it was. Mm. Um, but I went and I visited Xavier and, um, you know, I knew some of the pieces that was going to Xavier. I played against, um, you know, Amber Harris, Tashia Phillips. They played for the family. I played for all Ohio. So we we'd encountered a ton. Mm. Um, and Amber Amber Harris is older than Tashia and I. She's a year older. And so she. 
She, you know, they were going to Purdue and end up going to Xavier. Um, and I kind of just, to me, to be good, you need triangle, right? You need triangle and great role players. Mm-hmm. And and it, th- those were the two bigs, and I would be that that triangle. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I went and visited, though, like you know, Kevin McGuff, like he he's a great guy. He's the head coach at you know currently the head coach at Ohio State. Great family oriented guy. His wife Tish um, McGuff, phenomenal. Um, love her to death. Um, hell, I probably picked Xavier because of her. <laughs> um, uh, That's all right. You feeling, Kevin? That's all right. Um, but, yeah, man. <laughs> he's, he's dope, but but he's he's great. You know, he's one of those guys where he's not really he's not really uh he's not a coach that's trying to change you or trying to you know he lets you come with your luggage. You mm-hmm. know, what I meaning like he he you know everyone that was at Xavier has some sort of baggage. And, um, you know, he was willing to, to allow you to come with that luggage and, and figure out, you know, you know, what to remove, what to keep. Um, and, and, you know, it, it was great. You know, we went to an elite eight, we were top three in the country. We were, you know, all those great things. So four NCAA tournaments and four championships and all that. So, um, that experience was, was, was none other. Yeah. Uh, just how fulfilling was that for you though? Oh, actually for your family though. I mean, you know, you you know, you put the work, you know, you can do it. But what about the ones who help you get there? How did that make you feel for them? Yeah, I mean, anytime that you can bear fruit to your labor, or you can you can um, do things the right way, and and it's almost like a return of your investment, right? Mm-hmm. The return not always monetary. The return is is you know my family's name, or or you know when when people are asking me questions about my upbringing and those things, or or the way I carry myself, uh, the, the class and charisma, you know, that's a direct reflection of my grandmother, you know? So no. <laughs> um, we often think that making it means monetary, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it doesn't, it just, it, it just adds to the value of your legacy. Um, and so yeah, any, oh. anytime you can do that, that's always, that's always a plus. That's what's up. So after a great collegiate career, high school career numbers, um, you, you do do you get into the pro pro game a little bit professional women's basketball? Yeah, so I played. Yeah, yeah, yep. I played three years. Um, I went to Helsinki. I lived in Helsinki, and I lived in Germany. And so that that, you know, that was great. Um, but as a college player, like I had I had played sports my entire life, so I knew like, yeah, I'm not about to play another ten years. Like, um, it's just not it. And and the way that the league was, um, in my mind, absolutely was it good enough to make a roster? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's like what you see nowadays. You see number one picks getting waived, and you know that stuff happens because the league is just—it's not hasn't expanded. It's mm-hmm. not big enough, and so I didn't want to live in Europe ten years. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I wanted to be able to come back. I knew that I wanted to coach um, when I was, you know, in college. I, I did the so you want to be a coach program. I did different programs to kind of set me up for that. Okay. Um, and so that's that's just the space I was in. Yeah, that was gonna be my next question. Actually, though, what when did you start? But you already were preparing yourself for life after basketball and coaching as well. Um, Absolutely. Did uh did you have an idea of what level you wanted to coach at, or you just wanted to get in the uh, in the game? No, you know, I mean, coaching is coaching. I think that no matter what level, you know, if you have a hand in on, you know, what you're doing and, and how to do it, then you you can see that. I just was a high school player. I was at Monbert Academy. Um, and, you know, winning back-to-back national championship, I've coached some of the best players in the country, you know, so from mm-hmm. recruiting to X's and O's to winning and all those things, um, it's, it's no different no matter what level it is, you know, and, and, and the conversation of, you know, when you talk about women coaching men and all that, mm-hmm. the, the 
Gender is different. The game is not. The only difference, mm. and it's not even a difference anymore because females are dunking now, but it used to be the only difference <laughs> that men can dunk, right? Yeah. Now, but if, if you take a team and you remove the gender, what's the difference? If you take mm. Dawn Staley's name off the top of her resume and you put it next to Kyla Perry's or whoever's, what's the difference? Mm. Besides, she coached women and they coach men. So, for me, it, it, it didn't matter. That's what's up. Um, who would you say, or I'm actually it's coaching the coaching. How much time are you? Are you a film study coach? Are you an X's and O like write everything there? Are you are you visual watching film? Are you doing a bit of both? What's what's kind of the stuff that you strength? You kind of uh, I guess kind of your style of uh, research though, because I'm definitely one to watch film and study other players and other coaches stuff like that. Do you some is it natural for you or do you get your stuff from like information and reading and visuals or what? Yeah, I mean, some is natural, but majority is obviously you have to research. You know, you don't I didn't invent the wheel. Um, I'm smart enough to know that I don't know enough. Um, and so definitely uh, research. So I, I watch a lot of, you know, when I first started getting into it um, for me to, you know, in our business and I don't know what it's like on the men's side. Um, but, mm -hmm. but for us, you know, black women are recruiters you know that's that's the box mm -hmm. that they you know, that they try to put us in mm -hmm. um and so my whole goal as a coach was to make sure that i am more than a recruiter like i'm a good at recruiting yeah oh, oh yeah great you know hell of a recruiter obviously mm -hmm. um the other things you don't go 68 and 6 just by recruiting you know you got to be able to manage talent you got to be able to coach mm -hmm. talent talent um and all those things so um i watch you know, I studied a lot of film from, I watched um, NBA and uh, NCAA um, and WNBA. I'll go and I watch the last three minutes of all like playoffs and championships. Mm, and that's, that's where important. I a lot. Yeah, because you learn, you learn about timing, when to use mm -hmm. timeout, you know, when to switch your defense, what, mm -hmm. you know, some of the sets they draw up. Um, the mistakes that coaches have made down the line. True. Um, True. You know, foul. Should you not? Should you lay up, let it play out? <laughs> yeah. um, all things. That, that, yeah. So I, I did a lot of that um, early and still do it. Um, and, and that really helped me. That's what's up. Um, going into your new first season at the new location, new school. Um, what are some things or what are some philosophies that you already got in place or that you bring with you that you need everybody to be aware of, be ready for it when y'all come on the court this fall? Yeah, just a, a winning mentality, and that looks like you know going to class, competing. You know, our 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 acronym is PACE, um, perseverance, accountability, competitiveness, and effort. You know, those four things, and that that's just not basketball. That's just life. Like that's those those are life life acronyms, and so um, same thing, man. The the, the method doesn't change. Um, you know, the people have, and so just just implementing um the foundation um making sure the culture component is is right um having the right people in the locker room um making sure that you know that, that people are here for the right reasons um and when i'm recruiting man i you know a lot of people i say this a lot of people chase talent right um they, they chase talented players um mm -hmm. i chase players with high character and talent so that way I know like what I'm getting because a lot of times you get talent and that's all it is. And that talent sometimes come with issues, problems and our locker room cancers. Um, so I go for, I call it the CT character and talent. 
looking for both components, not just one and or. For sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm gonna throw a couple of pictures up here. You tell me first thing that comes to mind. You see a couple of these pictures up here, okay? Real quick. Let's see. Just give me a. What's your vibe right there? <laughs> back to back. <laughs> yeah. What was the record again? Give me that record again. What you say it was? In three years, yeah. I was a uh, sixty-eight and six. Ooh, sixty-eight and six. Sixty-eight and six. Definitely dope vibe. And I will say this though: when you won the first one there, I knew about. Of course, you hear about the boy side, right? But then also, I think I've been fighting right. for that. But I'm like, oh, okay. National Agriculture High School. I'm like, no, this is about to be the second one at the same school. But they get the boys to hype too. But no, the women are just as dope. Like they just running through teams. You know, I was like, okay, yeah. So this past year, I was like, oh yeah, I'm watching you just. Game after game, I'm like, okay, she's still racking them up, man. Y'all got to give them a little bit of, come on, get some more airtime. Some, I want to be able to watch them a little bit, especially that last little run. I was like, you know, but that's definitely a good job, man. Dope your way here. Yeah, no, we had, but that's the thing. Like, we played on, so, you know, the thing at my Verd is we we played so many um, ESPN games. Yeah. Like, I probably played more ESPN games in ESPN than, than, you know, or the amount of, you know, of, of everybody. You yeah. know, that like, year before, I played six. Last year, I think we played six, maybe. Um, it's a lot of games so on you, you, national TV. <laughs> yeah, look, hey, you got to put yourself in position. Yeah. You know, I tell people all the time, get before you get seen. That way, when you when you get seen, you know, everybody, you know, wants everybody a piece wins. of the good. Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. So here, you know, That's we'll so. mark my words. Oh we'll, yeah, we'll, I, we'll, we'll be uh, hey, we'll be winning championships. And one thing I'm trying to do, with, even with this platform too, though, even though I know I'm on the West Coast with California, really big this connection because I have young ladies now hitting me up, hey, coach, or somebody can use, hey, I can only be a bridge, but you got to hold it down for yourself because these coaches ain't going from that. But they also, you know what I mean? I want to get more women from this side of the States to out, out there or just playing with other black women as well, too. Though. Like, I want to see yeah. them connected, man. Like, the game is glowing. Kelly Kids. Cali kids is hard, man. They usually don't want to leave. Yeah, the I know. West Coast. I, that's a, that's the thing. I said, y'all got to experience it. I'm telling you, John, tell the kids, man, y'all got to go. Like, y'all got to go down there. Also, it's something different. But we talked about that character piece, right? If you can go down there and make it survive, you're going to be a better person even after basketball. And that's what we know we're trying to do. Yeah. That's what we're trying to do. All right, here we go. One more. But look, any any Cali kids, man? Hey, we're going to tap in. Sure. We're going to tap in for sure. All right, what about this? I see, I see the name going up right here. What's up with this? <laughs> Dog. <laughs> <laughs> she said dog. That's what's up. So getting your getting your dog. jersey retired though, just how humbling is that for you? That's a you know what? Again, man, anytime that you 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 work um and you put those hours in and you've done something that 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 historically hasn't been done and then you get recognized for it, uh, you know, ultimately it's a great feeling. Um so you know I'm I'm forever indebted and and, and appreciative to, to Luther Nice um because you know. I only went there one year. And so that foundation was laid. Um, and yeah. That's what's up. It's, 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 humbling. it's a humbling experience. Yeah, especially for a year's time. All right, last one. The dope pitch. <laughs> I, I see the confidence. I see that. But I see this. I mean, again, just that people follow you. They see the swag, see the dress, but also I see the, the charisma. But also for me, just vision, I'm okay. Confidence, but also, yeah, she. Fresh with the suit, but also like the serious face, but with a, with a half smirk. So I'm like the little bit. Of, I see y'all, but I'm like I'm really still about this because I again I watched you play one on one with a couple of your players on IG. I was like, oh yeah, she's still <laughs> she still lace them up. I love that. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, look, GQ Hill. You know, you got to kind of like I said, you you have to 
you have to find your own lane and, and kind of just stick into like me. I've, I've never tried to go into this business being like nobody. Mm-hmm. I've never tried to to do it like nobody. Um, you know, it's, it's, you know, a lot of people want to tell you how it should look or how it should go or how you, you know, and I don't, I kind of do things the way I'm doing because if, if my, if my personality or my anything, my aura is, is, is if it's too much for you, then, then we not, it's not going to work. We're not going to mesh. Um, and it's not a place that I should be. Um, and I'm, I'm you know, one of the younger coaches. I'm black. I got tattoos, you know, like, so, yeah. you know, and I, and I do things the way I do it. Um, but I do it the right way. That's Ethical. Um, but yet still, like, I, I do it. I do it the way I see fit. That's what's up. All right, before I let you go, though, so as we know, in the game, triple threat is dribble, pass, shoot. But right now, I want to get I want to get your triple threat. Three things that you hang your hat on that somebody listening, somebody that don't know you, know you, want to know, okay, oh, that's what coach, that's coach's triple threat. Give me three things that that, that kind of resemble you or you put your whole, whole valuable to yourself and your program. Character, confidence, class. Easy. Character, confidence, class. Came out real quick. That's probably the fastest I ever got somebody to answer that question. But that's you. Right, that's you it. already know, yeah. That's what's up. That's it. Um, so again, yo, everybody watching, listening, tap in, man. Coach Special Jennings down in, in Jacksonville, follow her movement, but also tap in, ladies, West Coast out here, Cali, wherever y'all at, tap in with me. We can see what we can do, send some film. You know, it's it's recruiting for 2026, 27 right now, so <laughs> they better get on. Um, coach, I appreciate you taking time out your day. I know you're busy. Best of luck this season, and uh, I'll definitely be watching and uh, keep going, man. I'm, I'm definitely appreciate your work and uh, just keep grinding. It's the best is yet to come for, for sure, you. man. Hey, you got my number, man. I Reach do. out. You I appreciate you, you. Yeah, definitely. Like I said so. I got some stuff I want to talk about because I definitely want to put some stuff for the young ladies out here in Cali, something like that, so we can make more, get more of you coaches out here even for a weekend or for a day and get them all in the gym for you ladies or something. I got some stuff I want to talk about, but I definitely use some support, but I will talk about it. No, I appreciate you. Okay. All right. Hey, everybody, again, know, tap in. Tap in. Follow the movement. She's starting something new, so y'all got to get on the train now. Don't hop on the bandwagon later because she ain't going. Hey. <laughs> All right, hey. Man. I tell people, hey, ride the wave before it come a tsunami. Hey. There, <laughs> there you go. You heard it here first with Coach JT. Coach Jennings, 94 people. Coach JT, we out. Peace. Later.